Welcome back to We Ruined Everything. Yes. Nearly forgot the name of our show again. <laughs> it's like we're recording both these on the same day. Just release them. So <laughs> yeah. that's weird. So hopefully, yeah, we actually got another episode out in less than a month this time. Yeah. But I'm Kayla. I'm David. And uh, this one's going to be a fun one. Yeah. So uh, I guess we, we want to start off with uh, what's good. The new segment that you came up with. I thank you. We talk about thank what's you. good and what's making us happy. I want you to always give me credit for that every time we do this. Yes, I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just there's a lot of things to to focus on that are bad right now, and so we just want to focus on what's been good for us and what's helping us through right now. So, what has been good with you? Well, I guess one of the things I just remembered that isn't planned. Uh, in our notes. I'm okay. I'm good. Was, uh, one of the comedians you like, Joey Clift. Yes. Yes. Uh, I guess Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan. Sufjan? I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. I've never heard anybody say it. I've only ever read it. I have no idea. Sufjan Stevens. I just try to sneeze my way through it. Yeah. Uh, so folk singer um, who... I guess a while back decided he wanted to do a, he announced he was going to do a 50 EP album about America based on every state. <laughs> yes. And I, then, it may have been tongue in cheek when he said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but he, he never has did it. <laughs> songs about two states, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. But I guess Joey Clift, <laughs> since all of us are home, uh, a lot of musicians or comedians, stuff like that, he decided to do his own version to kind of stick it to uh, Stevens. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much stick in Stick it to him or yeah. just like help him along. <laughs> No. Okay. In the write-up, the write-ups I've seen, it says stick it to him. Okay. Sorry. Make him mad. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> okay. Um, humble him. Humbly. Oh, yes. Um, so this is what's good is humbling, humbling fellow musicians. folk singers who okay. didn't come through in giant projects. That Good, good. No, I'm glad we have our priorities yeah. in line. But uh, you told me about it because I, I don't follow Cliff. But I, I didn't. Did. Now I do. Yes. I like him a lot. Now that I know of him. Came in and I said, hey, I'm a musician. I, I want to do something. And uh, I think I did a song for Indiana. It's a love song to you. Ooh. Yes, you did. Aww. Aww. Uh, I think it should it's be releasing. Beautiful. Hopefully it'll already be released by the time we release this. Maybe. Uh, if not, yeah, keep watch out. It's called Our 50 States Project. Um, regardless, I think the first half of the project's been released already mm-hmm. at, as of this recording. So I'll link to that at least. Um, I also did a second song for Vermont. Keep in mind, I'm from Texas. But at least I'm from Indiana. Yeah, so you're that from made Indiana. sense. Um, Texas was full, filled up. So I I looked up a whole bunch of stuff from Vermont and ended up doing a, uh, a creepy, uh, spooky song based on like... The Legend uh, of a Statue, yeah, right? Black Agnes. So which is a, a black statue that a guy had built on his grave. And she's like kind of sitting down... And I think the legend is if you sit on her, her lap, you'll die in seven days or get cursed. I don't know. But I was like, that's cool. I'll make a song of that. <laughs> so I made like a like a very okay. 80s scary movie theme song for it. It's like a minute and a half long. It's that long. Um, yeah, I'm more, pr- I'm more like proud it. of the Indiana song. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um, well, I also I, made the cover for Indiana. Yes, you did. Yeah, so I, I did a cover and a song for it. That's cool. The artwork. The, the cover artwork. artwork. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's something cool that I, that was, was good. That is good. I like that one. Yeah, thanks for telling me about it. You're welcome. I will tell you about anything you want to know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one of us see. tells the truth <laughs> and the other one never does. Right. Which one is telling the truth? It's let's not see, me. what else? Uh, being outside mm. for me 
is good. I always like sunlight. I know you don't, yeah. but I like being outside. Um, we had a fire early on, which was nice for me, but irritated your lungs. So that was not fun. It was for a you. scary week. Yeah, <laughs> that was not fun for you. I also uh, mended a hole in our backyard that our dog dug as he's trying to, I guess, dig out of quarantine. I don't know. It was right at the fence line. And as we have people walk by, um, I really didn't want him to get loose and charge anybody walking by. So I fixed it. Charge? He'd go find new owners. <laughs> he wouldn't charge anybody. He wouldn't know what to do if he got out. Yeah. <laughs> He'd cry. Um, <laughs> but uh, I told you I kind of felt like I was doing real life Minecraft <laughs> because we had a bag of dirt that we had bought before everything closed. Um, and it took me that long to actually get around to fixing this hole but I did it um the bag of dirt was a lot but it wasn't enough and so we had ashes and stuff from the fires (laughs) that we had and so I I filled in the rest of it with that and it it worked really well but I just um felt like I was crafting by having to go pick up sticks burn the sticks get the ash put the ash in the hole fix it all up um, anyway, I felt like I was being productive. And so that was trees. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, I, I also made my back really sore for the next few days after that. Cause I don't know how to bend with my knees and I was <laughs> carrying around heavy rocks. So, uh, yes. Yeah. This is my, my Minecraft body was not, uh, good for my actual Minecraft life. Yeah. And I guess a more sedentary thing that we did um <laughs> is i played uh, we played video games oh, we've been yes. playing video games <laughs> which is my excuse for my back hurts i'm just gonna yeah gotta, <laughs> we're just gonna p- play the I switch i don't need an excuse <laughs> but so you've been playing switch handheld yes because which i, I don't like know how you to, do it I, it's hard for i me. like to multitask my leisure activities so i feel like i am really efficiently watching all the TV I want to watch and playing the games I want to play, which has been Skyrim. I've been playing Skyrim lately. Yeah, that's the third time we have it. I had it for 360. Never got around to play it. But I thought it looked fun. So we got it on Xbox One. And I started it, and then, you know, life, work got busy, so I stopped playing it for a while. So then on a whim, I was like, hey, you want want to buy Skyrim for Switch right now? (laughs) And I was like, this seems extravagant, but yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> we needed, it was one of those purchases where I just, just something fun. You just some like. Well, and I am sorely embarrassed by this, but we are saving so much money by not eating out. And so, which is nice, but also I cannot believe what our finances were before <laughs> with how much we were eating out. But anyway, we have a little bit of extra that we could spend on also, some video games. Yeah. Uh, video games, and we make good food at home. We really have. Okay, so this is something I was going to spring on you, is what's been good. Like, what uh, quarantine meal have you enjoyed? Or what's something that's different? Uh, Have we really done anything different? No, we just, I mean, figuring out stuff with things that we have left over is fun. It it is. It's a little bit of a puzzle. Yeah. You're just like, what do we have? What can we put this together to make? Yes. Uh, which has been okay. I think I had leftover meat from something we made, uh, beef. And I made hamburgers, like smash burgers today. Oh my that gosh, tasted, it smelled so good. Tasted pretty close to like five guys. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, the other day, we had leftover roasted uh, carrots and potatoes from when you made meatloaf. And so we had some leftover veggies. And then we had some leftover uh, chicken fajita meat with bell peppers. Yeah. Just like barely enough to maybe make one taco. <coughs> um, and I heated those things up together in a pan for lunch, which maybe normally I wouldn't put something like that together. But it was good. It was veggies and chicken. It was good. It was potatoes, carrots, and peppers. So uh, odd, but it was good. I'm going to try my hand at making from scratch cake. With cream cheese icing too, so we'll see how that goes. We had cream cheese from a while back. That I mean, it's still good. It's uh, hopefully <laughs> it's pretty old. <laughs> it's still good. Um, yeah, that's that's we've been using pantry stuff. Yeah, the, a lot of YouTube videos have been coming up about that. Like, hey, what can you make with what you have? <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, the whole new, I have two lasagna noodles, whole new millennial pastime. Yeah, a can of Rotels, and <laughs> Ooh, I've made a lot of Mexican rice. Well, it's nice because we can eat it with a lot of different things. I am out of long grain rice and I haven't been able to find any for a while. I used my last little bit in this last batch. No, but we got a thousand pound bag from Costco. So yeah, we we got lucky. And one day Costco just had flour and rice. Rice. And I bought them and I didn't think about That we were buying them from Costco? Yeah. (laughs) So then when we got them, just a lot. It's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, we shared with my mom, but like, um, <laughs> but it was we it, almost didn't have enough containers. But yeah, we we gave some of it away. Yeah, we did. It's it. I know if you get if so you get lucky and you get something from Costco, be ready for that. Because <laughs> we hadn't had these things for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then we finally got them, and we're like, oh crap, we have it. We have more than we're ever going to use. I need to figure out how to make different types of flatbreads since we don't have any yeast in the house. Yeast has been hard to find. Yeah. I don't want any from Costco, though. Thank you. <laughs> you don't want a pound of yeast? I can make a loaf of bread as big as the house. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what we've been doing <laughs> to keep ourselves happy. Uh, and I guess one of the other things we've been doing is we've been watching a lot of older movies. Um, stuff that just made us feel nostalgic. Yes. Stuff that we just haven't gotten around to watching. Yeah. So we've been stuff that I always wanted movies. to show Kayla and she wanted to show me. Um, lots of lots of old nineties and movies. So for some reason, the first one that kind of kicked this off, you wanted to rewatch Twister. I've been wanting to watch Twister for you a long time, and, and I love Twister. Yeah, and it was it was late night outside. We had just had rains, but it was clear. The clearest day we had when we watched <laughs> it finally, but we got this little this little uh, candle that was supposed to smell like rain, and it, it didn't does smell when like you anything. get like real close to it when you lit it. Yeah, you have to hold it under your nose. Yeah, but it was nice. We had a little candle lit, a tiny, tiny little tin candle. It's, it's a small one, but yeah, we turned on Twister and it was. I mean, I Philip Seymour Hoffman in it will probably always be my favorite. It's such a quotable movie. I forgot about a lot of the quotes. Oh, one of the actors that was in it uh, is in one of the TV shows that we've also binged recently. We'll but talk about that show we'll later, get, too. Yeah, to that in a second. Um, but the guy who drives the truck for the bad guy. Kerry Hughes? He's the bad guy. Yeah. But he's not... The one that, that drives the truck for him is the one who's in that other TV show we're going to talk about in a second. Is that Grenier? Grenier. Yeah. And Bill Paxton. I know. Well, I... 
when I saw this movie, I wanted to be Helen Hunt chasing tornadoes. I thought that was my my career. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people did, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jamie Gertz was in it too, which is uh, the lead chick from um, Lost Boys uh, and King of oh, Queens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a not King of Queens. That's such a weird not not King of not Queens. King, there's a lot the of other one shows. that was like it. Yes, not. Um, grounded for life. I think grounded, no, for, grounded life. for life was uh, with the guy who played Bullock and uh, Gotham. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't that There's one. A lot of these shows. It was the. It's with the actor who <laughs> was in the movie with Heath Ledger. Two hours later. Still standing. Apparently, is what it's called. <laughs> Still standing. I had to look that up. <laughs> it's probably going to be edited out, but there's a long pause. <laughs> Long bus. <laughs> I was just going. Uh, uh. I was like, I know it's not growing pains because that one's a there lot was older. Just like a lot of shows that were almost exactly the same for a little yes. bit. Yes, they're about families. Yeah, with that all had pretty much the Flintstones, portly husbands and pretty wives, and yeah. yeah, yeah, and neither one of them treated each other well. It's weird. It's a weird time. Or their kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but Twister was great. I yes, some stuff doesn't hold up. Uh, and graphics, what? but it's still fun. Oh. Another I'm one. I'm like, the science is perfect in it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, another one that we watched that actually held up a lot better than I thought. I'm and, sorry. One more thing about Twister. Uh, I did not realize how life or death that feud was between the two meteorologists. Right? That seemed very... <laughs> Over the top that was. Yeah. It's, I... It seemed dire. <laughs> and they didn't deserve what happens to them in that movie. No. Like, it was... Such an They're odd choice. They're saving people's lives for the money versus we're just doing it for pure science and yeah. philanthropy and both of the same end. I, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It was funny. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Jurassic World's like pterodactyl death. Yes, which was just that character didn't deserve that. Was it a pterodactyl or was it that big the big no, it was water a ter- one that came out? It was a pterodactyl and, and then the water. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was a it was it went in a row and right. it was like oh god no for the annoying nanny these are gets... the worst dominoes that's ever yes. happened. Um, and then we saw Tremors, which was awesome. I had never seen before. Have you never seen it? No, I I've seen Bits and clips pieces? of it. Yeah. yeah, like I knew Reba McIntyre was in it. Yeah, um, Kevin Bacon. I like the main chick. Again, another the last episode I talked about um, Kingdom and how I liked the Smart. nurse yeah. who was yes woman in STEM. In Trimmers, it's the same thing. You have a lady who's really smart who's out here doing science and uh, isn't really putting up with a whole lot of BS from the guys, even though they're full of it. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. You know what? For that matter, Helen Hunt. Woman in STEM, out there doing science, trying to save people's lives. Yeah. I see a theme. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad I could show you a movie that had the, the, <laughs> Thank you. the, the thematic elements you love. The opening scenes were not, um, they did not bode well for the rest of the movie. I think Trimmers. that's very in character for those two leads, though. Okay. <laughs> it's very, like, that's who they are. Yeah. And then the movie opens up and it's, you know, it brings another piece. It, it, I think it holds up remarkably well. Compared to what I thought, I thought we were gonna watch and go like, "Oh, this is this is awful." It's great. It's, I thought it was gonna be like a guilty pleasure one. It's just a good movie. Still, yeah. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I recommend watching it again. I bet you have some nostalgia. It's on Netflix it, right now, but it's yeah, it's watchable. Go watch it. Twister. We watched on Blu-ray just because we bought it a long, yeah. long time ago. I'm sure it's somewhere though. We also watched Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat last night. Yeah. What did you think of that? I mean, you, you were in and out of it. 
I the original mentioned I was playing a lot of Skyrim. <laughs> it was on. But I kept looking over me in surprise when you were like looking at the screen. Oh yeah. Uh, it was probably like a what is going on? I it was really confusing. <laughs> so and it wasn't just because I was playing Skyrim, because I really was trying to pay attention at the beginning. And there were cuts where they don't show you where the characters are going and then they just show up somewhere and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. How do we get here? And they did that a few times in a row to where I was like, I don't know how much time has passed. I don't know it's, where uh, they are in physical so space. I used to swear by it as like one of the pinnacle video game movies. It didn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it's not what I remember. Um I mean of course the the CG and it's pretty dated. It Which is. I expected. The puppet was impressive, though. Yeah, the puppetry on Goro was fine. <laughs> it's still a wonder of puppeteering. It's a lost art. Uh, I know it's starting to come back. Hopefully it keeps up, you know, when movies get back. Um, fight scenes were a little bit more... I remember them being better. Like, they're, they're just really cut up and just... You lose geography of it really fast. It's Like I mentioned last episode, I'm not usually a fight scene kind of gal yeah but i'm totally about and i just remember them being so much better i remember <laughs> i remember this movie being so much better it was fine though it's a fun watch i'm yeah. not gonna say it's it's bad it's just it's not what i remember as much things like you go back and like we talked about resident evil in the last episode and it's that kind of thing they remade it so that it was what i remembered it being uh that's nice yeah, yeah. it's nice um we watched While You Were Sleeping, too, which is one of your favorite movies. Yes. That's a little bit more recent than some of the other ones we were watching, but Ish. not a whole lot. Yeah. This also was a movie I was a little concerned with not <laughs> holding up great because of the time period it was made. And it's a rom-com, which... Those rom-coms and comedies always have a hard time aging. Oof. Yeah. And there, there were some definite oof moments in this, but not as bad as I thought. I like it. Yeah, it's... it's... I... It was what it was. It's exactly what you expect. This in Newsies is what made me have a crush on Bill Pullman when I was like 10. <laughs> I love Bill Pullman, the, Bill Pullman. Uh, the the guy that everybody confused with Bill Paxton. They were like interchangeable. Yes. And Sam Neill for some reason, because I think Twister and, and Jurassic Park came out at the same time. Was that a and thing? so I. I'm like, how could you. That was probably just a me thing. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, I learned about those guys I know at him the same from time. Jurassic Park and yeah. Event Horizon. I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Sam Neill was awesome. Sam Neill were the same person. Ah. Um, yeah. Um, so that was fun. But that, yeah, that good. So did you enjoy? Yeah. I mean, I know you like rom coms somewhat. So. Yeah, I I love rom coms. This one, one was it showed his age, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it did. It, it had really it's it lingered on shots that should have been cut. Yeah. It uh, I did like that it had this weird jump cuts to things that were happening around him to people who weren't even part of the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which is the kid falling <laughs> yeah. down for no reason. That, um, you from the pointed bike. out. So I, yes, because you weren't, you were probably looking at your phone, <laughs> but I didn't want you to miss the kid falling on his bike. Yeah. So I made you watch. But you pointed out that I like that a lot in the show Superstore, where they have jump cuts to random customers in the store doing stupid things. And you're like, is that why you like that so much? And I'm like, it may be. It may be all because it started with while you were yeah, sleeping. It's one of the movies from your childhood, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the final like old school movie that I can remember watching anyway. We watched a lot of movies. Uh, was one of my favorites growing up. Like one of if you're Latinx, especially if you lived if you live in Texas, California, all those places. Like because mostly because Buddy Holly's in it. 
That's <laughs> why we live in Texas. Uh, La Bamba, which I love. It's one of my childhood movies, and it 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 shows us it it's not as it's not cut as clean as I remember it being <laughs> in terms of edits and stuff. Look, look at me. I'm a, and acting at times is a little bit over the top, but yeah, I guess what you expect for that. It's a very time period. Yeah, it's a very almost play a little bit at points yeah people are acting to kind of they are shoot emoting it. man yeah they are shooting for the cheap seats yeah um <laughs> which it, it, it kind of makes me love it more as i'm like oh this is one of uh, it's that movie also it has it, yeah. but it was i finally got to show what did you think of it i love it so you had talked about the movie a lot i had never seen it before i knew it had lou diamond phillips in it who i have always enjoyed um i i did i liked it i didn't expect his brother to be as big of a part of the movie as it was. He was almost a second main character. Which is rare for a lot of these uh, music biopics, especially nowadays. Like usually it's, they're all very formulaic. It all very much concentrates on the main singer. Mm -hmm. And this one seemed more like an ensemble. It it was about his family. And oh, by the way, he was becoming famous. Like while all this stuff was going on with his family. I do wish since they had focused on the brother so much that we would have, known a little bit more about what happened to the brother after you know uh um richie yeah valens dies uh, yeah i mean it does abruptly i mean i don't know how you continue with that movie though with that I, I don't know either but i just felt like the brother's arc wasn't finished and i realized these are real people so i <laughs> guess not that's, everybody uh, gets an arc in real life so i guess but, that's uh, one of the downsides of having a secondary character be the lead in a lot of senses is that the movie's about Richie Valens. Yeah. So you kind of have to end or it's going to, I mean, I'm, I know there's, I can't think of any, I know I've seen things where it continues after, yeah. you know, the, uh, we could have seen him like 20 years in the future. Maybe his art career took off. I don't know. I don't know. Or you do that thing him. that movies do where it just shows pictures and still frames and says like, he went on to do this, yeah. which would have been very tropey for biopics, but yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, this was early biopics. At least it would have been something. This was one of the granddaddies of biopics, I think. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, yeah. So I I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. There there were a couple parts that were a little bit hard to. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's telling a real, I don't, I don't even know if some of that stuff happened in real life. It was just added in. Yeah. That's the thing about these biopics is that you never know what's true and what's yeah. added in for drama. It had Joey Pants in it, <laughs> <laughs> which Young, I didn't recognize him. Joey Pants who still looked old. Yes. Oh, yeah. He a, he never just he just never grew hair. Yeah. Once he was born. He's always old man. Yes. Joe Pants. I th- I, I think that's how that Tommy Pickles that. would look when he grows up. <laughs> Tommy Pickles is Joey Pants. Yeah. Yes. It's an animated version of him as a baby. <laughs> but I forget that he's in that movie because I I know him from like Matrix and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah. He's Cipher. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. You know what? Pretty soon, one of the episodes, we're going to watch rewatch The Matrix. We'll talk about that stuff. It'll be awesome. Joey Pants Day. Yeah. Let's watch a whole bunch of Joey Pantoliano movies. Yes. I'm um, like, what do I... What is the first movie that I... Was he in Sopranos? I feel like that might be I mean, where I know him probably. from. But I, I knew him before that then, too. Oh, he was in Memento. Was he? In Bad Boys... Lots oh, of, the fugitive. Probably what you know. That's him from. what I know him from is the fugitive. Yeah, and mine is in U.S. Marshals. I've probably seen him before that because I've seen those movies too. But I remember him from Matrix. So yeah, we watched a lot of old movies and they were really good. <laughs> uh, we also <laughs> saw were. some TV shows. 
really mm-hmm. good ones, but we're only going to talk about two of them. Oh, okay. Unless something else comes to mind. Just all I could remember is two. Because <laughs> uh, we talked about a lot of them last episode. Yeah, we did. I mean, we've we've been binging a lot of things. <laughs> it's really hard to like. <laughs> we left stuff out that we watched because there's just too much to talk about. Uh, but on uh, a Hulu, they started doing almost the same day posts of uh, what we do in Shadow since Disney bought out Fox. So the new second season of what we do in Shadow started airing, and it, it's still really good. I uh, yes. I love those characters. I, I love the too. writing. I don't know how they keep the quality on some of these things as high as they do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say other than it just makes me happy, yeah, this is, show. It's one of the things it's that's It's absurd and it's fun and it looks good. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. It's just... It had Haley Joel Osment this year. <laughs> yeah. He's in everything. <laughs> he is. He just shows up. But we saw him in Silicon Valley and Future Man. Future Man. We saw him in uh, The Boys. <gasps> That's right. Uh, he's in... I'm drawing a blank, but like I have like five other things that the pictures just popped <laughs> up in my head. Yeah. He's, he's, he's everywhere. Yeah. And it's, watch the show. It's good. A you lot like seen? Alan Tudyk. Yeah. He's just everywhere. Another thing that's been making us smile is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. I, it, yeah. It is one of the, my favorite shows. It has been consistently good. It's yeah. also one of those TV shows that was created by Mike Schur. Yeah. Who, who also you know, wrote on The TV Office, shows. who created The Good Place. Good Place and is, wrote for that. Yeah. So great. And yeah. Parks and Rec. Um, and I don't know how much involvement he still has. However, what was it one season or two seasons ago? Brooklyn Nine-Nine nearly got canceled yeah, and completely. jumped over from Fox to NBC. Yeah. And so I just, they're, they're so good. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. They just make me happy. They're funny. I love that Bradley Whitford plays uh, his dad. And so he's in a few episodes and I love Bradley Whitford. Yeah. So the, his being Jake in the TV show. but Yeah, Jake Peralta. He's got heart. They're all friends. They love each other. Yeah. It's filled with people that are multiple. Faceted. That's the word I was trying to think of the last episode. Multifaceted. <laughs> multifaceted people. I was like something like with gems, <laughs> with jewels. It's good. These are things that make us smile and make us laugh. And I, I'd recommend watching them if you haven't. Yeah. Um, if you have Hulu. <laughs> They're yeah. both on Hulu. Do they have the early seasons on Netflix maybe? Uh, yes, they did. I don't know that they do. Okay. I know NBC's coming out with a big we giant freaking streaming thing soon. So, yeah, you could probably watch it there. And they're going to have a free version of it. That's what I've heard. Uh, that would be nice. One of the other shows we've, saw, we've seen on Hulu, it's an FX show. I think you enjoyed this show a lot more than I did. But um, it has that actor in it that we were talking about from Twister, the Grenier. Uh huh. I wonder if his name. If it's like French, like Garnier, you know how you say the ER is Maybe an A? Grenier? Grenier? I don't know. Now I'm just being fancy. It's called... The show... It's called Devs. Mm-hmm. The show is by Alex Garland, who has made a lot of stuff that I like and we like, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote 28 Days Later, a zombie movie. <laughs> uh, he, he made... Ah, that uh, theme. He wrote and directed Annihilation. Oh, yeah, that was good. He did Ex Machina, which... I mixed about, but it was fine. I liked it, but definitely Devs feels in the same world that Ex Machina could exist in. I did not know this. I'm looking up his uh, IMDb right now. He wrote DMC, the Devil May Cry reboot, a few years back. Oh, the the game? Yeah. Huh. I, that's 
That's new information for me. He wrote Sunshine. Did he? Which is one of my favorite sci-fi movies. If you haven't seen it, it is awesome. You made me watch that a couple of years ago. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. It was before Captain America came out. And it's when people announced he was going to be Captain America. I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be great. <laughs> I was like Everybody was like, how dare they? And I was Chris like, no. Evans? Yeah, Chris Evans. Chris, I didn't say the name. I just assumed everybody <laughs> knew who I was talking about. Uh, but yeah. It, it was is, Killian Murphy in? Yeah. Okay, because that's who I was thinking of. It is Event Horizon if it was a good, like, <laughs> if it was... They are, they're very similar. If it was, uh, so Event Horizon I love. It's fun. It's a fun, old, schlocky horror movie. Um, this would be like if it was hard sci-fi. Much artsier. It is not a B-movie, uh, as like Event Horizon is. Devs it, is extremely artsy in places which doesn't bother me but i could see where it may put some people off it might, so it's very it's such a hard show to describe without ruining anything it is and i don't explain the premise with that so devs ruin? is as as the word i love to use ostensibly ah. about uh programmers who work for this giant um silicon valley type company mm-hmm. um who are working on a new life or world-changing uh, technology. Essentially, they want to write code for all of time. N- not like they want to be doing it for all time. They want to be able to... It is people trying to find the code to the universe. Yeah, that's um, a good way to put it. So there's a theory that I ascribe to of uh, the, the holographic universe um, that we're all a simulation kind of uh, that I like. It's, I mean, you know... If you, it's that kind of thing where if you believe we were created, you kind of believe we were a simulation in a, in a, in a, in a sense. Uh, and that, and I like that. It, it, it simplifies. Like a metaphor. Yeah, it, it simplifies a lot of the more heady existential stuff. Um, and that's kind of the jumping off point for the show. And it kind of just runs with that premise. And I think it's on, it's on purpose. It's very clinical in the way the actors and everybody... There's not much emotion shown and until it is, and then the emotion's like, oh, God, you know? That also makes it a little bit difficult for me to watch because it is really monotone, and you have actors who are not monotone people. Like, um, I'm trying to remember his name. I'm doing terrible today with names. Nick Offerman. I did not imagine him as his character. It's He plays a completely different character than I've ever seen him play. Uh- yeah, which is kind of my point. Like, yeah. like, I don't expect him to be, yeah, such a monotone type. And not like monotone like he was in Parts and Rec. This is different. Yes. This is like detached completely from what's going on around him. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the show has mystery to it. Um, but it also kind of tells you the answers about what's going to happen at the end. But you're like, how do we get there? And... It still gives you questions, even though it gives you answers. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's <laughs> all of those things. That's why <laughs> I um, agree with all of it. It is beautiful. I will say that it is the cinematography. They spent some money on this this show. It is creepy, and in a weird way, at the end, I know you probably don't feel the same. Life affirming, like it helped me in a weird way, come to terms with certain things I had been struggling with right now. Which is great, but you love to read deep meaning in things, and so I think someone like me, who's maybe just watching more superficially, <laughs> may not be able to pull out those I mean, yeah, this, this is a show you have to pay attention to, I think. It is a very Probably, cerebral show. Yeah. Um, if you don't, if you miss certain things, you miss certain things. 
Like mm-hmm. if you step away from the screen for a little while or if you don't pay attention, stuff's going to come back up. You're going to be like, what? What? Mm-hmm. What's happening here? And that's that's a good and a bad thing with these kind of shows because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. our watching habits now are like you pick up your phone while you're watching the show and you watch it. You read. You do stuff. Um, I will say, I think, especially towards the end, it did make me ask questions like, what would I do in that situation? You know, what what would I do if this were real? What do I think about, you know, what yeah, they're it's talking about? One of the biggest things in the show is the struggle between determinism and uh, choice, whether the universe is already set mm-hmm. or whether we have a choice or whether it's somewhere in between. And it, it delves into like, you know, string mm-hmm. theory where there's one choice will just cascade into other worlds and stuff like that that everybody made. It, it's got a lot of big sci-fi ideas. Yes. But at the end of the day, it is. it reminded me the most of a video game we played a long time ago. It reminded me a lot of Life is Strange. Oh. Where okay. it has all these big ideas, but at the end of the day, it is just a, a big reinterpretation of the question. If you had a chance to change things, what would you do different? Um, and I love that. I love when they use these big ideas to just say something very simple and very human. And I'd recommend it a whole lot. I cried at the end because it was beautiful. And I don't know. I recommend it. That's nice. This is like my kingdom. I did. Yes. I was like, I. Kingdom was a show we talked about last episode. Yes. Yeah. I think it's worth a watch. I mean, even if you don't get that stuff, it's. At times feel a little tiny bit like homework. (laughs) Doing it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you can watch it and just. It's a pretty show that has. It is pretty, though. Cool concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get deeper in it, it's there too. It, I, I'd recommend it in either whatever kind of uh, TV show watcher yeah. you want. It's not going to be the kind of show we can just if sit If you down. like Smarty Pants TV shows. Yeah, which I do. Mm-hmm. I also like... It's good to have a mix since we talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine too yeah, earlier. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, <laughs> I mean, which is still smart. About- it's a smart show. <laughs> it it's is. smartly written. It is. So is what we do in Shadows for All the Absurdity. It's got a, it, it's got a logic. <laughs> I do. Hey, it also had zombies this yeah, but yeah, and that's what we've been watching and doing. Yep. You know what? I want to throw this in there just because. Yeah. Uh, throw it at me. We also watched Underwater a few weeks ago. Again, a movie with this Kurt, is one, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Uh, watched for me is in quotes. It was hard. I played Skyrim a lot and listened. It, it was a pretty horror movie that didn't have much else going on for it. Yeah. Which sucks because it's a Lovecraftian movie and I love me some Lovecraft. Uh, the mythos, that kind of stuff. I like stuff that hits those, and that's what this movie was. And it just the creature design was creatures great. were awesome. Uh, Kristen Stewart was really good in it. Kristen Stewart was really good. The rest of the movie oh, was kind what's of that other chick's name who was in uh, Iron Fist. Jessica Henwick. Yes, I enjoyed her in it as well. She's yeah, they're great. Um, I liked her tank top she had. I wanted one. They, yeah, it's 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 a movie that we watched. It's it, warning. It has T G Miller in it, yeah. which I did not enjoy. Your mileage may vary based on that. Of this movie's enjoyment. Fun B movie. It's not great. Yeah. It's not bad. I don't know if I'd recommend a rental. That's what we did. We rented it because it was a. It's one of those movies that came out in theaters in January and just kind of disappeared like mm-hmm. silently. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's a movie that if you... If you can stream it for free, turn it on in the background. Yeah. It's fine to play Skyrim while you If you just want to watch a big creature feature... Yeah. It's not bad for that. It has good creature designs. It has good uh, production design in general. It's just not that great of a story. I do kind of feel like it could have fit into the, especially the more recent um, Cloverfield type movies. It did feel like a Cloverfield 
Uh, yeah, because we watched that recently too. We watched that's the movie we forgot oh, to talk yeah, about. We watched we Cloverfield did. again. Maybe that was why it was on uh, my mind. But which, it kind of felt like that one. It's T.G. Miller. That's what. That's why. Yeah. Oh, like, that's right. It's <laughs> Cloverfield. Gosh dang it! <laughs> I don't see his face too much in that though. So I like maybe Cloverfield it though. Me as much. It, it's still pretty good for its time. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I, enjoyed I enjoy it, it a lot. whole lot. Yeah, it's just a good thriller, big monster movie. Yeah. That's a better creature feature. I almost say go watch Cloverfield again. Over underwater, <laughs> if you want to love crafty and kind of well, again, it has more of a personal story in it, which is what we were talking about in the last episode where we were talking about where there's more personal story in this. Yeah, Kristen this Stewart's song. the lead in underwater, and she kind of just reacts to things, she doesn't yeah. have any real anything going on. Yeah, it's she's fine. pretty badass, though. She's pretty badass, another lady in STEM. Yeah. Doing science. <laughs> Kicking butt. Making copies. She's like an engineer in it. Yeah. She's uh, like the head programmer and also mechanic. But yeah, that's that's everything we've watched. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about or add before we bring it to a close? I will say I'm finally starting to feel more creative again. Like I want to be doing some art and I want to be doing some other things. And so it's nice to kind of start to feel that again. Yeah. Because I, when I get too bogged down in work... Um, you know, it can kind of stifle all of the. Yeah, and you're working hey, from I home now. Be creative and do so other things. Yeah, I am. It's hard to be creative in your workplace. I'm very thankful yeah. that I can still keep working and I can keep working from home. And it has been very busy, and I, you know, enjoy doing what I I do. But um, it has been a lot. But anyway, it's starting to feel like I can breathe again a little bit, and so my brain's kind of like, hey. <laughs> What if we do this? And so that's been fun. Yeah. And I'm kind of looking forward to maybe actually doing something creative and just instead of feeling creative. Good. Which also is part of the reason why I've been able to do a podcast. <laughs> because the past few weeks I've been like, I don't know that my brain's up to it. So yeah, me too. It's, again, sorry for as long as it took us. It just it took some, uh, we had to come around to it again. Yeah. Yeah, we're all, we're all finding our feet again. Yeah. And, and we want to put good stuff out there. Yeah. And I feel like maybe I'm more in a place now to try to put some I go back good and vibes forth. out. <laughs> Sometimes I'm there. Today I'm there. So yeah. good vibes to everybody. Um, <laughs> so we took advantage of it. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, feeling good at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So I guess with that, you guys stay safe. Find things that make you happy. Be creative if you can. And if you can't, that's okay too. Yep. That's okay. Just take care of yourselves. Yeah. And you guys, yeah, you take care. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.